I don't get cocky. I don't get arrogant. I understand my value. And if I got to prove it for a minute, I'll do that. If not, I'll move on to the next. Uh, what I, you know, you said stability. <clears throat> the word that stuck out to me is, is well, two words, unconditional love, right? My, my love has conditions. My love's definitely got conditions. <laughs> Uncon- only people that get, only things that get unconditional love are women and cats. <laughs> cats, maybe. <laughs> Men don't. Men don't get unconditional love. And I wouldn't. I, I don't want it. My do wife doesn't, and it's yeah. not. That's not a bad thing. No, it's my not. love has it's conditions. Not. My love definitely has conditions. I have period. a certain way that I would like to live my life. I, I want you to tell me what your way is, and if we can make this work, awesome. Anywho, welcome to the show, guys. Well, we got a great show for you guys. We always have a great show. A great show, amazing show. First and foremost, I'm going to check take a look at Mr. Mr. Gordon's shirt real quick. Give him a peek. Give him a peek at the show, shirt. Huh? I wasn't prepared to model today. Yeah, you're always prepared to model. He's like, what do you want me to do? Take off my shirt? I'll take off my shirt right now. I got a tattooed on my shirt. Our podcast on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to check out where we can buy the, where you can buy the t-shirts, the sweatshirts, whatever else we got on there, go right down there to the link. Chris will put the link down there for you if you guys want to support and promote and help us out with the t-shirts. Plus, you know they fit great; they're great, made out of great material. Yeah, and, I was kind of shocked. And plus, you'd be you know you're going to look a lot sexier with one of them shirts on, guaranteed. I mean, he's not even sexy until he put that shirt on. Look Boom! At him. Wear it all day, every day. Look at him now. You know, I'm walking around naked no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I walk around naked. I just have a sweatshirt on. But we got a great show, guys. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. If not, you suck. Get off the. No, I'm just kidding. No, anyway, you're right. You suck. Get off the podcast you, and stop you teasing us. You just, just either subscribe or leave. We got a great show. We're going to talk about some things that I have no idea. What are we talking about My today, favorite Mr. Part. Mr. Gordon? Well, I've been bouncing back and forth between the two because I recently posted a TikTok video that got a little more traction than I was expecting, and it was very. What's your TikTok called? <clears throat> That's a good question. <laughs> oh my god! I about spit my coffee. The best question. I about spit my coffee all over myself. Oh my god! It's guided growth LC. Guided growth LC. Anyway, go check it out. So I posted a video about relationships, and it was kind of interesting to see what people would gather out of a forty-seven second clip, mm-hmm. and. Even though I was talking, this isn't reading through text, right? The communication was clearly one side or the other, in my opinion, based on the comments that were coming in. People just didn't get it at all, or some people really understood. Okay. I wish you had a few uh, few uh, references to the comments. I don't want to call it too many people. But basically, it was some people were like, wow, your level of self-awareness is rare, mm-hmm. to which my response is, that's a choice. Because I don't believe that mine is rare. I just believe I make a choice. Okay. I, I choose to dive deep into myself. So self-awareness, I believe, is very important, specifically with relationships. But that goes across all platforms, right? Yeah. Mainly with relationships with yourself. Absolutely. Mainly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And yeah. I touched on that one in another one where we were talking in the last podcast, I believe it was 58, um, when we got into relationships and we were talking about it and what surprised me the most is so many people that went to the negative space. Like there's no women out there like that. As I'm, I'm talking about my wife being understanding about me being honest with her. Yeah. yeah I remember, I'm just I being that. honest. Right. I remember the part. Yeah. And most people respond well to it. And then the other side was very just negative. Like no women out there are like that. 
how do you, and it's dudes that are posting this, so I'm laughing. Like, how do you know? Have you ever tried this? Well, here's the thing, right? Because if you've never tried this, then you're absolutely right. There's no women out there like that for you that are going to respond like this. So, so many people say that about relationships. Some people have a negative connotation towards relationships mm -hmm. because of past experiences. Well, here's something we've talked, we talk about all the time on this show is like, if you're not who you should be, you know, cause you don't get what you want. And that's in a relationship too. You don't get what you want out of a, out of life. You get what you are. Like attracts Every like. Every time. If you're, if you're this type of person that, you know, and then, and here's the thing. It's like always, Oh, I can't find a man. I can't, you know, from the woman's perspective, men are getting dog, right? Right. You're getting mm -hmm. dogged across the board and Oh, well, I don't care. Dog is all. I don't, I don't care. It don't affect me none. Mm -hmm. Right. But Men are getting dogged. Like, you, I can't find a good man. A man don't want... There ain't no good men out here. And men are all trash and all this crap, right? That's a that's a trending thing. But yet, you see the girls. If you, if you see the girls that are saying, you go and look at the profile. Right? I dare you. I, 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 I double dog dare you. Absolutely. You see what I just did? I yeah. double dog. <laughs> I double dog dare you to go when you see a comment like that. To go check out the chick's profile. The female's profile that's saying that. Or even the man's profile. If a man's saying women are all this and that and blah 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 go check out their profile and i guarantee you'll see why oh, look yeah. at, look at the post that they're making about with the people that they're hanging out with and you know you got the girls all up in the club i can't find a good man well i promise you a good man is not in the club on a friday night at 12 o'clock i actually did this so i clicked on a few of the profiles that weren't private i know just you did see, i know you did I right know you did, yeah and it's the people that were making the comments where they don't believe that there's women out there like that are the ones that are like I used to be, straight up. I used to think that you had to get the hottest girl mm -hmm. that all your friends wanted until you get the hot girl that all your friends want, and then you're just stressed out all the time. Because your friends are... Thinking that all your friends are trying to screw your girl. Because they are. And it's not fun, <laughs> right? And they are, every time. Only time I've ever been cheated on is with one of my friends. I'm just going to put it out I'm there. I'm telling you, man. It's like everybody wants what they think someone else wants, and then they wonder why it's not working for them. And I just, sometimes I'm like, will you just, if you want to become self-aware, start journaling, right? First and foremost, you need to write down your negative thoughts so that you can go back and validate them. For a while, I would carry a journal, just a little, like, almost like the police book. You know what I mean? Like they got the little flip book and they're being real annoying when they're taking all your notes. <laughs> so I thought, well, if these are all annoying facts, I'm going to act like the dude that's going to interrogate me and I'm going to interrogate myself. So I'm going to get out the little police binder. And I'm going to take little notes. Oh, and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to validate those to see if, first and foremost, most of the things that you think aren't true. Actually, everything you think isn't true until you can validate it. Mm. That's just facts. The scenarios in our head. Yeah. Or mine, personally. Yeah. If I was to write them down in a police journal, like you said. Absolutely. <laughs> You gotta get the one with the bad. But uh, no, I like I was I, I I've done this many many times mm -hmm. in my recovery where I've had to like journal. I've had to write stuff down. I've had I've literally had to write down everything, every thought I've ever had in my early recovery. I had I had notebooks and notebooks full of stuff. And it really, when you go back and look at any scenario that you point in your head, if you're anything like me, it's always negative situations right I, I never I'm, I'm just not a pot I wasn't a pot I wasn't naturally a positive thinker I wasn't mm -hmm. a solution-based thinker I was always living in the problem and I was always creating scenarios that never rarely I put rarely rarely came true mm -hmm. you know 
so pattern recognition is the key to success in all things, I believe. Mm. If you can recognize patterns, like if you look at good stock traders, they can watch how the patterns of the world happen. Those are the people that trade on like, I can shift a country if I want to level. It's like Baccarat. Because they know, they can watch the patterns, right? Yeah. If you look, I went back, the reason I feel like my marriage is so successful today is because I went and looked at the patterns. And rather than blame all of the women that I met, mm. I the one common denominator in all the relationships is me. Is you. Yeah. So what am I doing? And that's when things shifted. So I went back and I looked at how they start, how they would go, and what silly mistakes I would make. And you, I was so in love with this idea of things that I would react to these ideas before they were even real mm-hmm. and then wonder why I was either pushing them away or attracting the wrong person. It's always attracting the wrong person though. The majority of the time, right? because I'm so in love with this idea of someone that I am completely bypassing the red flags. I'm not accepting the things that are happening and I am going down a dark road and trying to make it okay for myself because as an addict, I can make a dark road. Okay. Mm, get comfortable. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm comfortable with being abnormal. So I go down these roads, but the point being, if you journal, you can go back and check for patterns. Mm-hmm. You'll notice the similarity in your negative thoughts. And then if you go back to that and validate them, I'm Which not is, good enough. I'm not smart enough. Uh, you know, I'll never be successful. You got to go back and define those things. Like, what does that mean? What does that actually like, take a minute? If you want to become self-aware, take a minute for yourself. It's in the dang word, but no one does this because it's very uncomfortable. I think becoming self-aware, like you said, a lot of things that are that are the big picture, mm-hmm. right? I'm not good enough. I'm not. I think for me, that's why I created a company called Forty Seven X because it, it's a it's a mantra, I guess, if you will, of the forty seven little things in your life that can change your life or that can hinder your life, mm-hmm. and it's it's little things that matter the most, far as I'm concerned. It's the, it's the and I, I'm I'm struggling with a few things right now myself. Um, you know, getting in my routines again, and 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 you know, things that ultimately. The routine is everything for, for an addict in recovery, and it's for everything for a lot of people who are successful, too, who find their niche in, in whatever area of life they want to find. It's Absolutely. A, it's getting in a routine. It's, it's uh, you know, the habitual act of, of these things that make us great. But when I, I get off that course often... Right. And I have to, it's, it's like, it's like any other addiction in my life. If I don't, if I'm not constantly aware of it, I'll veer off course very quickly and, and stay that way. And then, and then it's twice as hard to get back on course. It's like going off road and then being in the terrain and trying to drive yourself back in on the, on the street. It's rough. It's hard. Yeah. So I think the little things are what matter. And when you can, be self-aware of what you're doing and what you're not doing most importantly and see how that affects your feelings of your day mm-hmm. at the end of the day that's huge for me like uh, not getting up on when i say i want to get up not mm-hmm. not going to this meeting not making this on time not going to the gym not not journaling not writing down my list of things i want to do and and the day before and then having a checklist on those things you know it's just all these little bitty things uh you know, missing an opportunity to when I see somebody and, and you know, 
need to speak to them, but I avoid it, you know, or, or not making the calls I want to make because I just don't feel like it because of all the compounding mm -hmm. issues that I've had. You know what I mean? Like the compounding means I didn't complete this. So I feel bad. Right. And the more that happens, the less good I feel. And then the less more I, you know, the, the more I, that compounds on top of it. It's just like this, it's like this snowball effect at that point. There is actually a psychological term for that. And it's hilarious. Of course there It's is. called the Zygarnik effect. Zygarnik effect. Yeah, so, and people say it differently because I don't know how that last name is pronounced, but basically what it means is when your brain is left with something unfinished, it can't settle. Right that So down. you've got this thing. I mean, the, the, go watch commercials. Go look at the way TVs are, like, actually formatted. Mm -hmm. You notice that they always go into a commercial right as they're about to do something. So you have to, your brain you is going, to. wait, 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 wait. I need to or see the, the end. the end of an I episode. I need to see what's going on I next. Like, I got to know. Yeah. Go on YouTube and you'll see most of the titles will stop. You won't believe what this cop did to. Right. To what? Dot, dot, to dot. me, to them, to somebody else, to, to my car. Like, what are you talking about? Like, when it's unfinished. We have a psychological desire to chase after it. So when you're not finishing things in your life and you wonder why everything begins to spiral. Yes. It's because of this. No, I, I, that makes total sense. And we're all wired like that. Dude, I, and, and I don't know if you guys are, you know, you might not know the terminology like I didn't, but that affects me so much. The more so you do much. it, the more it'll affect you. So if you have six things unfinished. There's your big problem. Well, and then that makes you not want to do the next six things right. because you feel bad. So you have to go back and finish uh. and be okay with that, right? Uh. And then there are some times, like what I noticed when I was going too far on my list and leaving too many things unfinished, I had to go back and simplify it. Simplify. Just make a smaller Go list. back and get to the core. Yeah. When you start to veer off course, you got to get back on target. So sometimes you just got to go back to the basics. Just go back to the things that you know got you started so you can get this ball rolling again. Yeah. Activation energy, right? The hardest thing to do is actually get it moving. Once you get it moving, you just got to keep it in motion. It's called inertia. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes more energy to get it going than it does to keep it going. Yeah. So if you just keep it going, and when you notice that it's starting to slow you down, get back to the basics. Remember what started this whole entire thing and go back to it. And don't punish yourself for that. Yeah. It's okay. That's where We're I'm not at. perfect. I noticed it. Work started getting to me. Things were veering away. And I was like, what is happening to me right now? Because this isn't normal for me. And so I had to go back through my journal and look at the things that were happening. And I saw the pattern. I'm missing things. Mm -hmm. I'm allowing things to be okay with failing again too much. Too much. Like, it's not that I'm just failing. I'm completely quitting. Like, it's more than failure to me. Because it's not like failure that I accept and grow from. It's failure that I'm like, yeah, that was okay. No, it's not. That's it right there. It's making it okay to fail. <clears throat> That's it. That's it. And then it's just like, uh, you know, simple things like hitting the snooze button. You know, I know you don't deal with that issue. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hitting the snooze button. The first hundred times you do it, you, you kind of beat yourself up. And then the second, 101 time that you do it, you're like, it's okay that I did it. I did it twice today, you know, and then it just compounds and compounds and compounds. And I say, you know, you're hitting the snooze four times. If people don't understand the severity of the snooze button and why, when we make it okay, yeah, just put a reminder in your phone at say nine o'clock every morning to do the same thing. What you will notice after about three months is that you will completely ignore that yeah, and not do it anymore because it's too much repetition and you've already excused it. Because when we repeat the same patterns and we make them okay, they just become unimportant to us. Yeah. 
So my goal is always to wake up without the alarm. I think they become unimportant to us consciously, but subconsciously they beat us up. 1,000% because it's unfinished. Again, in the back of your mind, it's still sitting there and it's not going to go anywhere. You're not just going to forget about the things that meant something to you. If you forget about it, it didn't mean anything to you. Agreed. And that's technically okay because that's how you watch for patterns. But if you're not journaling these things, I don't care who you are. Unless you were the top half a percent that have a photographic memory. I wish. You're going to forget. I consider myself a relatively intelligent individual that remembers a lot. And I have noticed that when I get busy, it's easy to forget. So I have to go back through my journal and look for the patterns. But when I look, go back through my journal and look for the patterns, I can find the things that are happening and fix them. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. So if you want to become self-aware, you have to be honest with yourself. you got to keep a journal. If you can do those things and know when to check back on them, then you become more self-aware. Becoming more self-aware leads to better communication. Well, self-aware, I believe, is the first. And it's, it's a lot to do with, you know, if you're not self-aware, when you become self-aware, you know who you are. You know, you know who you are. You know what you want. You know what you don't want. When You can only do that if you're self-aware. If you're Absolutely. aware of who you are mm-hmm. and what you want. And it, until you're self-aware and until you got yourself, and, and you know, I want to say until you master you, you, sh- you, we talk about relationships. You shouldn't try to go find a relationship or be in a relationship because you are left unfinished. And then you're going to latch on to somebody or something who, and typically we're looking for somebody to fix this, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't know that. We just want to feel good around somebody. And we get around somebody and we feel good. And we, now we're attached to that. Now we, now we become codependent on that. And now we're, then we become obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. And then when that leaves us because we, our life is a mess because we're not self-aware and we ain't mastered who we are and then our light and then everything goes to shit after that you know and that's the problem we see in early recovery and that's the problem we see well i see it a lot in just typical relationships recovery or not well that's the you thing know? is that everybody wants to do this mm-hmm. and they have no they're not working on this you know i gotta work on my relationship no first off you need to work on you yep you are you are the only problem, and, and and hopefully, while you're working on you, it will inspire your other your other person to work on them. And that's the thing when you're self aware. Like I was in that moment with my wife, which is where so many people miss the mark. Yeah, yeah. That was our first date. We weren't like married for a year, and then I popped this conversation on her because something happened. Right. That was our first date. But because I was self aware and honest with her, because I know so many people that are wanting to work on themselves, but they're like, "What if I miss the right one?" Okay, if you want to know if she's the right one, be brutally honest with her and see if she can accept it. Then you know you're on course with someone because people are only okay with the decisions they get to make on their own, not the decisions you force on them. Well, that goes back to a lot of people, you know, you hear the, you hear the phrase, um, you know, you were, you know, almost like fate, right? Like you have no choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody was made for you. Like, you know, you were God designed you for me type crap, right? And I, I don't believe that. I believe we have a choice. I believe it's all about choice. And and you know, if we got we got so sucked up into the idea that somebody was made for us and this we gotta make this work, then we're we're missing the mark. Again, we became in love with that idea of something. Yeah. And missing the reality of it. On paper my wife is exactly who I should be with. However, how are you going to know that? 
Well, and it's not like somebody is made for you and they're just going to be, and this is what I think a lot of relationships fail is because you think that person, and I, I know this from personal experience, you think that person is yours, right? And it's made for you and it's supposed to be, and this is fate and this is all this crap, right? And then, then when that fails, you know, then you're like, what the hell? Because it's always going to fail if you look at it like this one is made for me. No, you made a choice to be with this person and you're going to either know, be self-aware enough that this isn't going to be perfect mm-hmm. and it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies, but you're willing because you made the choice, you're willing to work on it because it, that's that's what people are missing now. They say one, one couple does something, one of the, one of the sp- people in the couple, <laughs> Jesus, somebody does something wrong and then it's over. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this obviously isn't meant for me. This isn't my fate. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. No. It's shocking. It, like, oh my God, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. They're going to mess up. They're mm-hmm. going to do things wrong. They're going to That's step on it right there. You know, effort goes out the window when you think like, oh, I met my one. You met one. Exactly. So effort is out the window. Well, right? I don't have to work us together. I ain't got to do anything. I ain't got to work for it. That is not what the one means. No, the one means I am choosing you mm-hmm. over everyone else that I could possibly choose. And I have accepted and understand that you make the same decision and that and, I am blessed because of that. And I'm blessed because of that. But what we're going to do is we're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. And we're going to work on it. We're going to work on our personalities together. We're going to work on our traits together. We're going to work on our mistakes together. We're going to get through this because I chose you and you chose me. Not God made you for me and this is supposed to be perfect. So now I can just be a... I can just be me. You know what I mean? No, you. You is you alone. You is an evolutionary format that needs to develop and change over time as we all do. Whether anybody wants to admit it or not, I am not who I was when I was 12 years old. I am not who I, I am was not last who week. I was at 20, at 30, or last week, right? right? If I am not growing, moving, or changing, then I don't know what I'm doing here. And you're, if you're not willing to grow, move, or change with me, yeah. then, then we're going to have a lot of arguments until either one of us changes and grows, and we still decide, make a decision to grow together, mm-hmm. go through all the bullshit, or we make a decision this isn't working out. But that takes self-awareness and honesty. And that was the biggest thing that happened there in that moment was it, I was self-aware of where I was at and I was honest with her and allowed her to just make a decision right. with no pressure. Right, right. God didn't make this decision. For no, <laughs> right. God may have brought us together on some level yes. based on me manifesting what I want in a woman is who she is. Yes. Was the timing proper for her? No. Right. For me, yes. Because she was exactly what I needed because when I asked for that, if you can just give me a safe space to be an idiot right. that is unfair to you, <laughs> I love it. That I will not take it out on you. I am aware it's all about me. I need you to be aware of the same thing. And what I mean by all about me is this is not your problem. I don't need you to fix it. I just need to sit with it in a safe space. That was all I asked for. And it was okay. So the timing worked out because she was able to make her own decision. So when it happened, it was not such a surprise. We all go into this trying to sell each other on some perfect world that doesn't exist for either one of us. It's like a There's no such thing as stability. I've heard so many, well, I just need some stability. I know people that have worked for the same company for 20 years and then lost everything because there's no such thing as stability. Or, or What happened with I, that is they're so comfortable. They're not planning. I'm always planning. I've always got my next move in my pocket because I know there's no such thing as stability. So I make myself so valuable to the world that doesn't matter what happens at work. 
I can go replace anybody or do anything or be available for whatever, and I'm willing to do what it takes, even if that means taking a small step back to grow even farther forward. Mm-hmm. I don't get cocky. I don't get arrogant. I understand my value, and if I got to prove it for a minute, I'll do that. If not, I'll move on to the next. Uh, what I you, know, you said stability. <clears throat> the word that stuck out to me is, is, well, two words, unconditional love, right? My, my love has conditions. My love's definitely got conditions. <laughs> Only people that get only things that get unconditional love are women and cats. <laughs> cats maybe. Men don't. Men don't get unconditional love. And I wouldn't. I, I don't want to. My do wife that. doesn't, and it's yeah. not. That's not a bad thing. No, it's my not. love has it's conditions. Not. My love definitely has conditions. I have period. a certain way that I would like to live my life. I, I want you to tell me what your way is, and if we can make this work, awesome. I, I hate that unconditional love thing. Like I love him. It doesn't. It, it does. It does matter. Like he's been in prison three years out of the four years you've been together. He does this, this, and this. He's you know that is that's not un, that's not unconditional love. That's codependency, and you're sick and you need some help. What I don't like about it, yes, ma'am. Oh, I have a quote. Okay. Unconditional love does not mean unconditional tolerance. I tolerate you so much. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Here's the thing is it came from a biblical term, and I would even disagree with that. And so all you people out there that are Bible thumpers, you can get mad at me all you want. Right. Even Jesus has conditions. Even God has conditions. Oh, there seems to be a lot of commandments. There's a lot of conditions. <laughs> the <clears throat> greatest part about it is the, is the ultimate forgiveness, and that has kind of messed with reality and relationships. Is like, well, what kind of Christian man are you or what kind of Christian woman are you? Because I won't let my wife go screw someone else and just forgive her? Are you out of your ever-loving mind? That is not okay. <laughs> I am not going to do that. Well, a lot of people Period. can. Period. A lot of people can. They choose to, and typically the resentment catches up. I choose to. You choose not to. Most of the it's people that are not... You're absolutely right. It's Most of the people in the history of me dealing with relational coaching is that people want to accept it in the hope that it'll make everything okay, but they haven't actually forgiven. Well, that's the difference between like f- forgiveness is one. Okay. Say, <clears throat> say you guys say a, a relationship breaks up, right? Splits up marriage splits up because of whatever, maybe it's cheating. Maybe it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the act of forgiveness is for you, right? It's not like I forgive. 1, it's not like I forgive you so we can get back together. No. It's, it's you're gone. I'm done. And, and I forgive you because I don't want to live with that resentment. I don't right. want to live with that hate. I don't, because having resentments does nothing to the other person. It doesn't hurt the other. Most of the resentments I had in my life, the other person wasn't even aware of it. At most of the time they're not. They're not. And, and, and it ate at me. It ate me up. It mm-hmm. made me bitter and, 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 and angry and, and, you know, the, all the other things that come with that, right? So forgiveness is about you forgiving a person so that you can move forward and not dwell on it, not have the resentment, not have the hatred, and not carry it to your next relationship, whether that be friendship, your friends, you know, resentment because your friends stole off you or, or, or did something with your wife or girlfriend or whatever. That is, that's not about, you know, them forgiving them so they feel better yep you forgive them so you feel better yep you know and that's forgiveness for me that's what it is it just it it, the whole unconditional love is is a fantasy Mm. i I unconditionally love my cats that's about it i don't i don't your cats are cool but i'm (laughs) 
they could do no wrong. If they ran outside right now and disappeared. Dude, my cat, I got a cat that likes to come in my office and, and, and take a little poo. I don't know why. I don't know why. That he just sounds amazing. Do, he just started doing Give it. Give me two of them. <laughs> he likes to poo right over there by Chris, where Chris sits. There You're welcome, be, Chris, There might way. be a poo over there. I don't know, Chris. So. It's... So many people carry around these resentments and these things. And again, it's a self-awareness. Like you're not being honest. I am not going to carry a resentment for anybody. I, I period. Know. I know. I've always had issues. I've always had, I've wanted to uh, be mad at somebody or resent somebody. And I just, I just, have to, I don't know. I'm built different. And I don't know what that is. I've just never been able to hold a grudge on people. Even people that's done me completely wrong. It's just very, there are a couple of people that I've been able to do that with, but, um, Majority of people, like I said in the last podcast or whatever it was, you could punch me in the face and I wouldn't even remember it tomorrow. You I tried I mean? it once. I tried forgiving a girl for cheating on me once. Most of the time it was like, Psh, done later. I'm out. Like, that's it. Nope. Well, if you didn't get it, you're not going to get it. I'm out. Like, well, that, that's different sorry. than forgiveness, though, right? Yeah, no, that's, no, for sure. You, but don't, I you don't tried, have to tolerate it. I have tried to just forgive and move on and, and be with that person and be still. with that person still, oh, gotcha, right? Gotcha. That just bit me in the face. Because it, I, I believe in that moment I was trying it and it wasn't truthful. I wanted to do it. I was trying to do it. But the truth of it was, it just wasn't happening. Yeah. As much as I was okay with the reality of it, it just kept happening after that. Yeah, and then, then there's that. That's a whole You know, bit, it was yeah. like I made it okay once and you just kept running down the fence. Like, yeah. cool. So <laughs> now it's like I've done it once. How can what? I not do it twice? What? You know what I mean? What? And now what? I just feel no. like I'm sharing you with half the world. You guys are welcome, by the way. Just running down the fence, she <laughs> like, said. You know what I mean? Like, just giving out all the cat, if you know oh, what I mean. Oh, Jesus. What I just fence want. post and all. <laughs> With this whole self-awareness thing and what I'm hoping people gather from this is that you don't know what other people are thinking. So stop trying to act like you do and stop pretending like you do. And that's what I gather from a lot of these comments is most women aren't like that or you're more self-aware than everybody. You don't know what other people are thinking, period. Who gives a f- I don't care if you have data that backs up 19 conversations in a year from now, that conversation could and more than likely will be different. So stop acting like you know. That's the biggest problem with self-awareness is we're basing it off of other people, well, not that's ourselves. The, that's the thing, too. Like, everything you just said is, is putting, is blaming, is playing the victim, mm-hmm. right? The only, vic- the only person you should blame, and if you got in a toxic relationship, if you got into drugs or alcohol, if you got into jail or pro, you know, whatever, you know, all the negative things that could happen to somebody, if you, if you look at it as the other person's fault, you're, in the, you're not going to ever grow that way. And I have... I set a like a default mechanism for me is you know and I struggle with this with my relationship because she's always wrong but <clears throat> uh, default mechanism for me is you know everything is my fault everything that goes wrong in my day is my fault why do I do that is because if it's my fault I can fix it if it's someone else's fault I can't do nothing about it you know, and, and I can move on and, and, and kick that person out of my life, which I do often and I can do often. But if I look at things uh, as my fault now, in a, in a, and that's even in a relationship, right? If you want to, you talked about this, you talk about this often, scorekeeping. Mm-hmm. If you want to, and, and I know, I know 90% of everything is Jess's fault, right? Okay. Right? Sure. But, but I... <laughs> 
but I, but but I'm going to go into it like, Hey, you know what? This is my fault. I apologize. Why? Because I don't want to be right all the time. I want to be happy. So you're lying. Yes. Okay. Yes. You got to lie in a relationship. Got it. So now we're lying. (laughs) Sweet. You you have to lie in a relationship. You have to just take all the fault. You take all the punches. You know what? Because you're a man. All right. Be a man. Step up. Take the punches and move on. Or. Or. Sure, it's no. not about you. Want to you want to know about relationships? It's not Talk about to me. Fault. I am the guru. It's not your fault. No, everything's my fault. It's not her ask, fault. Ask her. No one is at fault. <laughs> we are struggling in the moment. We both love each other, and that's where people make the mistakes. It's all your fault, or it's all whose fault? It's mine. Says who? Me, because it makes it easier to get through the argument. Like, babe, it's my and fault. This I'm is so why sorry. after every podcast, I usually spend a half hour coaching these two. <laughs> Unpaid, uh, by the way. <laughs> Checks in the mail, babe. Checks in the it's, mail. It's definitely lost in Anywho. Yep. No, seriously, though, guys, like, if, if, fault or not, that's just wordplay, really. I mean, but if you would just look at things and say, you know what, I can fix this because I made the mistake and I can fix this, right? Um, it is that, not my fault, but what what do I take responsibility for? Okay. That doesn't mean it's there my we go. fault. That's why I said wordplay. What do I take responsibility for in this moment? Yes, we are miscommunicating. You want to fix that? Take a love language quiz. Start to really understand your partner's love language, and things will dynamically shift. Something's wrong with you. You're such a... <laughs> Chris, we do something with this dude, man. Take a love language. I make, Have a good look, relationship. No, 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 no. I do this with people at work. You want to know why? Because there's a struggling communication at work right now. In order to communicate better with someone, if you understand how they receive love, affirmation, acts of service, you know what I mean? Like we could go down the list of five. Mine personally is words of affirmation. So if that's why every wife, time you show up, I'm like, hey, Brian, you're amazing. What's going on? You look great. If my wife wants to end a fight, she can gaslight me for 30 seconds and it's over. 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 <laughs> now, hers is quality time, physical touch. They're very close to each other. So I know if something is getting out of pocket and we are just completely going on two different directions. You take your shirt off. No, I just, need to, I just need to <laughs> stop talking and ask, can I just have a hug for a minute because I love you? While you're taking your shirt off. Yes. <laughs> and that usually ends everything very quickly. <laughs> But that physical touch calms everything down, and I know that. And I'm not using her for that. I know what works. I know we're not so getting in a way, anywhere. In a way, you're manipulating the situation. Yes. Okay. Glad we broke that down. For he manipulates good. it. I lie. <laughs> everything is good. That's how you do a successful relationship. I'm aware of what's happening, and I'm using the tools available. And I encourage her to do the same. I get if it. If she needs to I'm gaslight me for 30 seconds to get me to calm down and shut up, do it. Please manipulate me. Got manipulate it. the crap out of me to get me back because we lose sight of reality when we fight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll Everybody get 10 does. minutes into it, and I'm like, what are we talking about? Yeah, everybody does that. Right? You know what I mean? you're comp- now then, we're just trying then, to prove a point. I've got my chest puffed up. She's got hers. I'm trying to see who's got bigger boobs. It's like, what's happening right well, now? <laughs> At that point, you're just trying to win the argument. Right. Right. And that's why I go back to, I don't, I'd rather, I'd rather be happy than right. And a lot of times you can't be both. You know what I mean? Most of the time you can't be both. Yeah. No. So. If you want to be happy, it's not about right. It's about communicating, loving each other, but you can't do that without being self-aware. And that's the point we're trying to prove today. 
Good show, man. Guys, it, please subscribe to the channel. Share it out with your friends. <laughs> Marty needs another please, nap. <laughs> please tell Brian he looks great in that shirt. We'll see you guys next week. Love, Love you. Y'all.